welcome to a brand new season of Bottom of the Stream. Season six. Season six, episode one. Amazing. Incredible. The end of the season will be three years of doing this show. I'm really excited. And I'm really excited. That'll be 150 movies. Wow. That's too many movies. No, it's, <laughs> it's not enough movies. More. There's always more. I mean, it's a very small percentage of movies on Netflix. It's a very small percentage of movies altogether. Yes. <laughs> very, very, true. very, very small. It's exciting, isn't it? Season six. Yeah. Do you think we'd ever get here? I never thought we'd do this for three years. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> no, I barely remember where you live. So <laughs> every week, on, I'm not sure if I'll make it here. Uh, no, I I have not lost any enthusiasm. Nor me. Because no, if anything, I've gained enthusiasm. I just, I I love our randomizer. Same makes me have to watch things i never would have gone anywhere near we've never named the randomizer we should name it oh we could do that's a great idea let's name it is it is is the randomizer male female or non-gender specific i think it's gender fluid i think whichever week it can be whatever it wants should we take suggestions let's get some suggestions for the name of the randomizer how about suggestions what did i say something drunk (laughs) i don't think you had a u in it (laughs) like robin the randomizer or something you could alliterate yeah or it could just be called terry yeah <laughs> <laughs> we could name it after a captain's gallery member maybe or come up with a name somebody come up with a name for the randomizer and we'll spin that every week george 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 the randomizer <laughs> <laughs> oh that's a good start to the season how are you nick great yeah yeah excited to start season six i am yeah i i feel like just to let people in a little bit. I watched this movie ages ago. Yeah, it's been a while. Because we're having to do a bit of a funky time jumping around. Yeah, we've not recorded a wave yet this week. Because we've not had a week off. No. But the show's having a week off. And so when I... the show comes back, that's our week off. Yeah. <laughs> it's really weird how we've, how we've planned it. Because of uh, you're going holidays and stuff. So I hope I can remember it. So do I. My notes, I think, are okay. Yeah, I hope mine But I'm, I'm looking forward to talking about this movie because it is weird. Yeah, I, I want to put out straight away, when it came out of the bag, the randomizer, Robbie, the randomizer, whoever <laughs> he is, I didn't realise it was English. No. <laughs> never, never, even though I noticed Sheila Reid was in it. This, never... mo- this movie is called Containment, by the it way. Is. Oh yeah, we should, shall we do that before we start <laughs> talking about it? probably should. <laughs> so this week we're watching a film called Containment. It is released in 2015. It is a 15. It runs for one hour and 17 minutes. 77 minutes, really short film. A little short, boy. Currently rated at 4.9 out of 10 on IMDb. Okay. Middle, that's, mid-range. That's actually, <laughs> within the sort of range we look at on this show, that's not bad. Yeah, it's about as a, as average of where we go to. Okay. It's about average. Stars a guy called Andrew Leung. He plays Sergei. I don't know why, but IMDb have him as the main star. That's incorrect. It is incorrect. Um, as, as I said before, I've said this before, I do these before. I watched the film and I should stop doing that. <laughs> Self-correct. <laughs> He's not the main Especially character. Especially with my phone being a twat because it just won't load anything. <laughs> He's not the main character. He's in He's in Cruella. So I've you might have recognised him if you've yeah. watched that recently. He's didn't, in that. didn't recognise him. Nor did I, to be honest. <laughs> He's also in three episodes of Quiz, which was the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire thing with Michael Sheen last, that came out last year. So he's in that. I would argue the number one guy in this is a guy called Lee Ross. He plays Mark. I would 100% say <laughs> this is that character's movie. Agreed. Um, He's done quite a lot of stuff. He's mainly, you might recognise him mostly. He was in, do you remember White Gold? 
It was a comedy with Jay from the Inbetweeners a few years ago. They were double glazing salesmen. Oh, I don't think I watched it. I have a vague he was knowledge of its existence. He's done an awful lot of British TV. Okay. So he's he's just one of those recognisable British faces. Sure. He actually started in Press Gang oh, back wow. in the 80s uh, with um, Dexter, Dexter Fletcher. Fletcher. Who is now a Hollywood big shot. Exactly. He's in, he's in, and then it goes all the way up. He's in Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Right. So he's he's been around for a long time and he's in a lot of stuff. Fine. Also stars another lady, uh, a lady that you will also recognise from a lot of British TV. Uh, this is Louise Brealey. She yes. plays Sally. She, I noticed her straight away. She is, well, to my mind, most recognisable from Sherlock. Yes. She plays Molly in Sherlock. Yeah. She's also in Back which was Robert Webb and David Mitchell's yes. latest sitcom. She plays David Mitchell's sister in that. And she was in 95 episodes of Casualty. Okay, good on her. <laughs> She's also in... Uh, Victor... Who wasn't, if you're a British actress <laughs> exactly. or actor. She's also in Victor Frankenstein, a film that's come out a few years ago with James McAvoy and Daniel Radcliffe. Okay. So she's in that. She's in every British TV show you've ever seen. Sure. She's in all of them. Um, the person I recognise the most from this film, though, is Sheila Reid. Same. Um <laughs> Sheila Reed is a, an elderly lady who plays a character in this called Enid. Um, you will recognise it if you've ever seen Benidorm because she was incredible in Benidorm. She's the leathery one. She's mad in Benidorm, yeah. Um, sits on a mobility scooter. She made her TV debut in 1960. Wow. And has been pretty consistently on TV ever since. She's worked constantly since 1960. Is she still with us? Yes. Okay. She's 100% still with us. Excellent. Um Directed by a guy called Neil McHenry West. Never directed anything before, never directed anything since. Interesting. And has no further credits at all on IMDb. Mm. So no no idea who he is. <laughs> and written by a guy called David Lemon. Again, nobody, nothing you would have ever heard of, I don't okay. think. This was made for the horror channel in the UK. Really? Yes. I can totally see that. <laughs> it's a, it's a made-for-TV movie. That has somehow managed to get itself onto Netflix. Fair play. Yeah, bizarre, bit of, isn't it? Bit of, uh, bit of money for the uh, royalties. Yeah, exactly. Do you have a one-word review? You've got dead on you. You've got dead on you. Good one. Thanks. <laughs> I like it. It was that, or it's gone viral. Yeah, that works as well. None of these are one-word reviews anymore. We need to change. <laughs> we need to change the name of that section. I'm just, just I'm just keeping you. Do you have a one-sentence review? <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> I'm just keeping it fast and loose to keep you on your toes. Do you want to know the tagline for this film? There will be more. There will be one word reviews. Will there? Yeah, yeah. Tease me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to know the tagline? Yes. Trust no one. I don't think you can use that. No, I think it's an X-Files tagline. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you can like copyright famous phrases, but... Uh, if, I feel <laughs> if you could, that's the most one of the most uh, They would have done, yeah. <laughs> so where does the film start, Nick? I would say a dilapidated tower block slash yes um estate it's a british council estate isn't it there's three tower blocks all standing quite close to each other we're back at like a couple of seasons ago when we opened the season with iBoy. yeah i was thinking exactly the same thing we seem to open with setting because michael inside came really early in season two as well and that was like gritty british council estate wasn't it yeah we just seem to start seasons with british <laughs> gritty british films um yeah so all you see at the beginning is these three tower blocks tower blocks and it's and straight away my first reaction i've got to be honest after i've gone oh this, oh, is this looks british <laughs> was is this just padding because 
right already. at the start. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's just establishing shots of there's some birds. Yeah. The tower blocks. It's like early morning, isn't it? It's yeah, quiet. It's like dawn, yeah. And then you get to see some ants walking around. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's supposed like... to... It's doing that Shaun of the Dead thing, isn't it? Where it's showing you that the area is completely deserted. Yeah. But it, it does go on for ages. And nothing... It takes ages before anything even happens in this film. Yeah. And it's only on for 77 minutes. <laughs> so the very first thing we see after the title card is a man waking up. And he goes to look out of his bedroom window. And he sees another man banging on his bedroom window. Sure, his man, bedroom window uh, in the uh, block opposite. Yeah, the apartment block opposite. There's a guy in his vest like, yes, hammering on the window. Just hammering on the window. A bit weird. Um, this man, who is Mark, but we don't know that at this point, he's quickly figures out that he has no water available in his flat where he lives. And there's also no power. His fridge yeah. has gone off. And it appears he gets a phone call from a lady. Yes. To tell him that he's either late for a court date or he's missed a court date. He's very much something to do late. with custody. It's his wife or his ex-wife. Ex-wife, or I think. Yeah. Soon to be ex-wife. So he's, he's missed a court date for whatever. It's unimportant. There's, there's it's talk, not even. Sad, there's some think. talk about a daughter. Yeah. You always let her down. All that sort of thing. Yeah. So he he runs around. His alarm clock's not gone off. Obviously, the power's gone off. His alarm clock doesn't work. Mine wouldn't either. But it's run by Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> And that so was gets... risky. You say in that name when she's sitting right here. She is sitting right. Have you not turned it off? That's your no, one job. I'm That's not, the only job I give you. She's not on. Do not disturb. <laughs> so not functioning correctly. <laughs> Sorry if anybody else's went off. He rushes around, gets himself ready, realizes quite quickly that his front door appears to be glued shut. Yeah. Like <laughs> he's like, oh, it's quite toasty. There's no draft coming through from my <laughs> flat because someone's just put a load of glue in the gap. Somebody super glued my door shut. <laughs> and straight away, I'm like, oh god. I'm getting very strong vibes of a movie we've seen before. <laughs> right, almost uh, probably the third episode we oh, ever course. did. Of course, yeah, I never thought of that. Await further instructions third when a British, three, British family was trapped inside by an alien being. I'd forgotten all by, about by that. By weird I... black gunk. I did not put this those time two we've together. Got weird white gunk. Yeah, this white gunk shirt in his door. Someone's like spaffed around his door. <laughs> oh, dude, don't say spaffed. <laughs> oh, you're better than that. Sorry. Um, you can hear his neighbour mooching around next door. Um, she seems to be an elderly lady and they don't seem to get on. Um, he, he, she's, she's shouting. Like, Where's me pills? Yeah, she's shouting. He's shouting back at her. And then he hears a foot and she stops shouting. Yeah. He's like, oh shit, what's happened here? Um, he looks out the window. There's people in hazmat suits milling around outside. Like bright orange hazmat suits. Then his door tannoy goes off. <laughs> his door tannoy. So, what is that what they called? Intercom. Intercom. What did I say? Door, door tannoy. It's, it's like a tannoy. <laughs> you press the button downstairs, it tannoys up a bit. His door intercom goes off on its own. It's just an intercom. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, and it's basically a recorded message. It says, please remain calm. The situation is under control. Mark, currently at the moment, is not aware of a situation. No. Other than the fact that he's he can't get stuck out of in his flat. flat. <laughs> and then, suddenly, somebody breaks one of his walls down. Oh, just before that, his, his hand goes bleedy. Yeah, why did that happen? I don't know. I don't know if I looked away, but he suddenly is bandaging his hand. I'm not sure what he did. And then, and then, <laughs> yes, his wall explodes. Yeah, somebody's smashing his wall down. He's yeah. doing a Jack Torrance and breaking <laughs> through with an axe. He actually breaks through with a baseball bat, I think, doesn't he? Yeah, there's a hammer a bit later as well. I don't, I'm not sure which I know flats have notoriously thin walls, but are they just two pieces of plasterboard well, between each flat. It is kind of established because when Enid is shouting through, she's like, I can hear everything you're doing. These you would do if it's just two plasterboards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it appeared to be. This guy, like, literally, you throw a 
glass of water on the wall and that's it, it goes through. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But then I did live in a flat once and I'm going completely off tilt here. But we tried to brew some beer in the kitchen. Yeah. And it was one of these like plastic barrels that you have to pressurize. Yeah. And it exploded while we were out one day. And my bedroom's floor was soaking and it was done in the kitchen. And it it seeped through the walls. Was so that, maybe. Was, was that the flat where like some dude would play Simply Red till All night, fucking idiot. <laughs> of all the bands you have to. He was a proper to. like young chavy lad as well. <laughs> Lived on his own. And he was like he was always like, All right, mate, uh, you can hear everything he did. And then he'd play Simply Red till four o'clock in the fucking morning. <laughs> I've never forgiven him. What a prick. I was like fifteen years twelve uh, years ago, I think. What a was. terrible band. Yeah, what a terrible band. But he loved them. I remember putting I was putting an angry tweet out like four in the morning once like if you're fucking suicidal just do it <laughs> but I obviously didn't mean that I don't know where he is now bless him um, yeah it was that same flat um, anyway the person who's broken through his door is, is through his wall he's not his next door neighbours it's his next door neighbours next door neighbour correct so they've already he's already broken through he's like this is Sergey. yeah just you know he's broken through into Mark's next door neighbour and then he's now through. broken through so they've got three interconnected flats now yeah. So it's, it's Sergey yeah. and his little brother, yeah. as yet unnamed. Does he ever get named? Uh, yes, because okay. I've written his name down. I don't think I did. <laughs> I just put boy. And Sally. Yeah. And Aiden. And Aiden. Yeah. They're, they, so, they're together, aren't they? Sally and Aiden are a couple that live next yeah. door to Mark, and then Sergey lives next door to them. Yeah. And now they all have three interconnecting flats. So we've now got a little group. Yeah. Can I just say the character, right, right uh, straight away, the character of Aiden was. Absolutely, the one yeah. of the worst characters I've ever seen in any of these movies we've talked about. <laughs> it was awful, absolutely pointless, and just you know, in Shaun of the Dead. I, yes, I don't know exactly <laughs> what you're going to say. Where both Dylan, of these characters were. Dylan Moran's character is there just to annoy you, yeah, and is a parody of the. He's a parody of this character, except that came ten years before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, longer than ten years yeah. before. But yeah, no, you're right, and. I think that that couple, like annoying boyfriend who isn't helpful and just points, points mistakes out to yeah. her. <laughs> Sally and Aiden were that couple from Shaun of the Dead. They were, yeah. They were. What's her name? I can't remember her name. Jasper uh, Carrot's daughter, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> I can't remember her name, but uh, that couple were in this film as Sally and Aiden. They also, they're, so they're now together. There's a group of them. There's four of them together. Uh, they realise that none of their mobile phones are working, so shit's just going down. Yeah. Nothing's working. We don't know why at this point, um, but. Mark quickly establishes that all of their doors and windows are also glued shut. Because uh, Sal- Sergei gets from him. As if I wouldn't have checked that, you'd have to declare. <laughs> Sergei's quite an angry man, isn't he? He's got issues. He's a young man who likes to... Destroy things. Hit people and destroy things <laughs> yeah. and swear. Uh, Sally fixes Mark's hand. Yep. Which we, I, I can't remember how, like I say... <laughs> I don't know how she did it, how he did it either. She's a nurse. Oh, was he out. trying to like chisel out of the, the all the glue away from the door or something? Maybe. Let's say that. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, and he reveals that he's an artist. Yeah. And he's got some sort of sculpture in his lounge. Yeah, some junk. Some junk sculpture. Um, he also reveals that he's not heard from Enid for a while. Oh, no, he door. kind of goes, oh, shit, I remember. I think I heard that lady fall over next <laughs> yeah. door like an hour ago. <laughs> Should we check if she's okay? So Sergei just breaks through in the other wall. Yeah. So we've now got four interconnected flats. Um, and Enid is not in a good way. She's unconscious. She's, she has fallen over. But she wakes up. Enid is obviously Sheila Reed's character. 
she wakes up um she turns out she is just mad from benedorm she she's looking for her pills and she wants a fag she's like where's miss siggy's great it's a great it's your best impression ever that thank you mate they look out the window and they see these <laughs> i've written orange people <laughs> the people in the hazmat suits now <laughs> setting like up among us characters yeah they're setting up like tents and marquees outside sure some shit's going down again and, and sally is it sally because she's a nurse yeah she is and she nurse, goes yeah. oh it's a field hospital yes and it turns to, out to it... make the fields better <laughs> Sally Field. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out she's right because they start taking people into this tent from the from opposite, the opposite building. Flat, block of flats. Yeah. Then the intercom, yeah. the door tannoy, famous, famous. <laughs> the name, door tannoy comes back on. I've even written door tannoy. Comes back on and says, <laughs> "It's the words have changed." Yes. It's like stay calm. We're dealing with a gas leak. Yeah. There's been a gas leak. Stay in your rooms. Before you read that, before you said that, I was reading my notes and I was like, who's Tony? But it's Tannoy. <laughs> um, so they're looking out the window to try and figure out what's going on. And they see one of these guys that's being dragged into the field hospital try and run. He tries yeah, to a break make a break it. for it. And then he gets sniped. Yeah. Now, you don't snipe people over a gas leak, do you? But, oh, it's, so, it's quite dangerous to have firearms around <laughs> any sort of gas escape. There I is that suggest. as well, yeah. So it... it it quickly establishes that the gas leak story is a cover-up for whatever is going on. And some people are now being dragged out of their flats. Yeah, you know, it's starting to get a bit panicky out there. It is getting a bit... Because people have been shot. People are milling yeah. around. It's gone. It's all going, starting to get a bit crazy. And then Mark goes all fucking MacGyver on us. Oh, well, Sergei's like, Sergei is like, I think we should go on the attack. Yeah. Let's go and fuck some people up. <laughs> he just loves fighting. Yeah. He's a fighter. And then Mark's like, I know how to dissolve glue yeah. with common household implements. It does, very MacGyver. It does. He gets this washing up bowl and he just fills it with loads of bleach and other stuff. Stuff that people have got hanging around their house. And he pours it over the glue on the door. Yeah, they basically choke themselves out. Yeah. <laughs> it's like creating noxious, noxious fumes. fumes everywhere. But they, it does work. It does dissolve the glue and they're trying to get this door open. And eventually they do get the door open. They see there's more people being dragged out. There's still shit going on. They can outside. hear... They can hear the people below them. underneath now. them. So the... Yeah. the the hazmat dudes are now in their building as well. Yes. Starting to pull people out. Yes. And then they realise that the they don't know where their kid is. Yeah. They've, they've lost him. Like, Nico. Nico. Um, who, who doesn't speak, by the way. Does he speak ever in the film? I don't think he does. He might say a line at the end, but he is... That's a, that's a normal thing, what happens. He's not a talker. When people don't talk in a film, they always say a line at the end. I know. That's true. I, I don't think he does. I might be wrong. I... I can't remember. If he does, it wasn't important. <laughs> it may be in my notes later on. I'm not reading ahead. They find him quite quickly. Well, we find him because he's in the air vents. They've gone in those damn vents, hasn't he? Which, I don't know how there's vents between these flats because there's only two plasterboards between them, but he's managed to find an air vent somewhere. He's, he's shimmied downwards. He has. He's gone down. And he's watching the what's going on in the flat below. Yeah. So there's two men with hazmat suits on sedating a lady who doesn't appear to need sedating. No. But she, they inject her with something. And then one of them says the line, she's stage three already. Let's go. Yeah. And they leave this woman there after they've sedated her. Either dead or Sedated out. or yeah. about to become whatever is going on. Isn't there. her husband like hocking her lung up or yeah, something? Yeah, something like that. So we, we don't know what this is. No. Do we, we don't ever know what this is. It's a virus. Virus. Yeah, that's it though. Yeah. It's not, it's not going to turn into a zombie or anything. It's not a zombie movie. It's just a weird virus that's yeah. going around. That's all we ever find out. At this um, 
very small couple of buildings. <laughs> so Nico was trying to be quiet in these vents, but people started shouting at him. <laughs> and that's got him spotted by these guys. Yeah, the yeah so the guys things. above spot him. Yeah. And and so they obviously don't know and Mark's like, Oi! <laughs> dickhead, come back, back up, up here. here. Which makes the hazmat guys aware that they're being watched. And they try and grab Nico. At the same time, Mark and Sergey also try and grab him. They do. They manage to get him up, don't they? They pull him up. No, the hazmat dudes oh, get no, him. Yeah, no, sorry, you're right. The hazmat dudes get him. And so pull that's when the they like power the door down, yeah. run downstairs. and They meet them on the stairwell. They do. And Sergey brutally murders one of the hazmat suit people. Yes. Um, he just basically baseball bats him to death. Yeah. <laughs> Annihilates him. Uh, there's, there's no like... We should probably talk about this. What the fuck's going on? I'm just going to murder this dude. Yeah, straight in. And they grab Nico. Yeah, and then they grab the other hazmat suit person. Yeah, they kind of knock him out, don't they? Yeah. I don't know why he's not. He's the he's, second one. He's like, oh, I've had enough. Kill him for now. I'll just knock. No, him I out think Mark says. Mark says, "Fucking calm down. We need oh, to know okay. what's going on." And he <laughs> says, "Let's take her up to the flat." So they do. They take this person. It turns out to be a, a lady up to the flat, and they tie her up, tie her to a bit of racking, whatever it was. They search her bag. They do. First thing they do. And they find a radio. Sure. And they talk to somebody on the radio, don't they? And this person, uh, this person is thinking he's talking to the hazmat suit people yeah. to start with. And he says, you need to get out of there. This situation's out of control. Yes. Whatever's happening, we've lost control of it. Turns out she's called Hazel. This is Hazel. Yeah. There's there's some other stuff in a bag. There's some tear gas. They're like, why would you need that? Yeah. As well, in case. A massive, great big syringe. Yeah. Um, and she's trying to calm them down. She's trying to calm the situation down. Yeah, she's she like, says, there's nothing going on. Don't We're worry, here to help. We're here you. to help. We're going to let us do our job. Sort of so thing. Mark says, oh, I want to see your face. So he tries to take her suit off or a mask off at least. She's panicking She now. freaks the fuck out. She's like, I don't think so. I am not taking that off. And that kind of gives her game away because it's like, well, if you don't want to take your suit off, there's clearly something we should be worried about. I've written, Mark is like Sherlock because he works out that the, the suit is to protect her from them. Yes. He, does. he actually says that line. <laughs> yeah. well, and she reveals that they're trying to contain a virus. That something has been released. And, and she won't tell them because their first question is like, oh, not like, how has it happened? What? I don't, for some reason, the first question is like, oh, well, how many people have recovered? <laughs> it was. <laughs> but, which I don't think... And she won't even, answer. During this whole virus... 18 months we've had. I don't think anybody's ever said how many people have recovered. <laughs> it's never been reported on the news. But she says to him that there's a chance that you're not infected. Yeah, she says, um, look, why not even some be people are, Yeah, some people are not being infected. It's only affecting certain people. And, and, then, then, and then, oh my God, someone says to him, well, what's the worst that could happen? <laughs> yeah. And she goes like, well, it starts in your throat. Yeah. Then it makes you go blind. Yeah. Uh, and then all your organs will fail and turn to mush. Yes. So she doesn't sugarcoat that at all, does no. she? She actually says ocular degeneration and the Enid goes, that means we're going to go fucking blind. <laughs> oh, please do more, Enid. <laughs> and then Sergei rips a hole in her suit. Yeah, he's like... So if we're, 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 we're all in this together. If, you're in, if we're here, you're here. So Mark, she goes straight for a syringe. Yeah, she does. So Mark takes take her masks off. off. Takes her mask off for her. And she goes straight for this prototype syringe with a potential vaccine, is what she calls it. Yeah. She says to him, look, she doesn't take it. They they get it away from her in the end. Um, but she says the best chance you've got is to just stay here. Just stay inside. Don't go outside. Yeah. Don't interact with people. Yeah. Just go into lockdown. Down, yeah. <laughs> um, and then suddenly it's night time. So we, we skip forward a few hours, I think, because it started off in the morning and now it's night time. Things have really gone wrong outside. Yeah. They're like the hospital's abandoned. Yeah. The hazmat's all gone. Sh- 
debris strewn everywhere. It looks like there's been some sort of zombie apocalypse, yeah. although there hasn't been. It's, it's, or or it just a well. festival that's finished. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ian reading bedtime stories to the little kid. Yeah, he is. And then a kerfuffle breaks out because Hazel manages to get herself free. Oh, yeah. She breaks free of her restraints. Oh, yeah. And Sergei accidentally backhands Back, his brother. Yeah, that's what I was coming to. So he's trying to fight everybody. Yeah. And he accidentally manages to punch his little brother in the face. The radio stopped working. But yeah, they've got, that no... doesn't work anymore because there's nobody outside anymore. And then Enid wins the game of Jenga. <laughs> <laughs> just out of nowhere. They're just her and the kid are playing Jenga and then the kid gets distracted and it falls over whilst it was his turn, yeah. even though he wasn't playing. Enid wins the game. She's like, that still like, counts. I win, yeah. you little fucker. <laughs> and then there's a sea of people leaving the other block of flats. Storming. They're all coming if you in our direction. They're all heading towards us, which they can't allow. They're like, we can't allow these people in here. We don't know well, what no, I we think we've missed an important plot point. Oh, have we? Yeah, because the reason they're storming the building that, that oh, because, our group is in yeah. is because Sergei, in his wisdom, decided to make a temporary cardboard sign <laughs> saying, we've got one of them. Yes. And put Hazel in the window for a few minutes. Yeah. Which was stupid because now they're a target. Yeah. And that's why these people are coming... Because as far as they know, they want the information. They want the information. They're the only, she's the only hazmat left, and they know that she's in the flat with these people. So the other blocker storming over. They ring the intercom, the door tannoy. Yeah, and they're like, "Let us in. We want to talk to this this hazmat person you've got." And Mark's like, "No, I'm not letting you in. This is crazy. She's one of us. She's not got a mask on now. She's as infected as the rest of us." And um, Sergey's like, like, "Give it to him." Yeah, Sergey's like all over it. He's yeah. like, "Fucking." And then he smashes the door tannoy off the wall. Yes. Door tannoy is no more. <laughs> yeah. Tony, Tony's gone. Tony the tannoy is gone. Um, and Sergei's like, let's just throw her. Let's just get lay, let her out the flat. Just leave her to her own devo- devices. I, I quite like this bit. Hazel says, don't do that. This was a rare moment of clarity in this movie, <laughs> I thought. She says, you send me out there. I'm telling them that I had a load of vaccines and you've taken them all off me. Yeah. Which is clever. Yeah. She's bought herself... Because Sergei's like, well, fucking, you got me there. Yeah. <laughs> Can't let you out now, can I? So they decide to build a barricade instead, which is lucky because Mark's got this really massive sculpture that's made of metal that weighs about 18 tons. Yeah, it's made of like concrete with like spikes of metal Just sticking up. in his flat, which is really handy, really. Um, so they push that out into the corridor. While they're out there doing that, Hazel has been left with Aiden. Yeah. Remember little, Aiden? Yeah, the, the knobhead. Weed. So boyfriend. she tries to convince him to help her escape, which doesn't really work. He's a te- right. He's a terrible actor. Yeah, he's an awful character, and he folds like a accordion here. Do you know who he is? No, he is the son of Pete Postlethwaite. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. it was his first role. He's I actually hope in quite he's a few got stuff better. Now. He's in quite a lot of stuff now. So maybe. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he is because he's not good in it. <laughs> he's oh, he's not given much, but he's not good at the same by the same uh, token. And then we get into another kerfuffle because the other people are now here. Um, they can't get through this door because of this barricade. Somehow, <laughs> Sally gets glassed in the neck. Yeah, I did. this was really <laughs> badly directed. So, it was. So, so Hazel convinces uh, Aiden to give her a Stanley knife yeah. so she can escape. Again. And meanwhile, as Mark and Sergei and Sally are pushing this makeshift barricade against the door it doesn't do its job because a, 
an intruder reaches past it and glasses are in their neck. Yeah. I think it's, is it the glass from the door? I think so. I he think smashes he the glass in the door. And she gets, and she gets a piece of glass in her neck. It wasn't the best movie death I've ever seen. Cause no. it just looks like, Oh, you just got a little bit of glass in your neck and she literally dies from it. Yeah. Like straight, almost straight away. Sergei manages to clear the commotion by throwing one of the tear gas canisters through this hole in the door, which buys them some time to let Sally die. Sure. Because that's all that really happened. But Aiden's disappeared. Um, he hasn't got. He, nobody knows where he is. He's not took the death well. He is, no, he does. He hasn't taken it well. But he, it's his missus. Yeah, it just runs off into the spare room or something. Yeah, and the next time we see him, he's in the hazmat suit. <laughs> it's just like he storms through it's Nick Hazel's clothes. Made me laugh a little bit. Yeah, he's like, Aah! just does a run for it, and then he injects himself with this vaccine. Yeah, prototype vaccine. So he's, he's going to make he's a run. Taped for it. up he's, the rip in the suit. Yeah, and, and he's going to so make a run for it. He's yeah. going to. He's hazmat suited up. And he obviously hasn't been listening to the baying mob that are outside waiting sure. for somebody in a hazmat suit because he's an idiot. Um, Sergei t- ties Hazel back up. Aiden manages to get himself outside, but then he gets instantly mobbed by these crazy people now yeah. who are after anybody in a hazmat suit. Um, then a gunshot goes off. Yeah, so the sniper's still the on sniper's the roof. The still so on the roof. Not everyone's gone. No. Um, which scatters the crowd, yeah. but leaves Aiden alone. Facing down a sniper, then he gets shot. Yeah, <laughs> the sniper takes him out. Um, I mean, this movie does it gives its characters no credit because I understand that the guy's girlfriend has just died. Yeah, I understand he is not going to be in the best place and he's going through this stressful situation. But I still did not buy it that he would just run off no. into this baying mob. It's pretty much with exactly this plan of. <laughs> I'm putting this suit on and they'll just let me walk. It's exactly how his character dies in Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. He has a tantrum and gets killed by zombies. It's exactly the same death. It's it's The parallels are unbelievable. But I feel like both of those characters only died because the director thought we need somebody to die in this film. It's unnecessary both of them to he die. He doesn't need to be in this film. He doesn't, no. Neither of them do, really. You could have had Sergei break into Mark's flat. You didn't need them two in the middle. It, it felt like they were there as cannon fodder it's just we need some characters to die because yeah. that's what this sort of film does and they, it was unnecessary all of the people in this film could have survived if we needed them to it doesn't make any difference <laughs> there's less but i got an unintentional laugh out of this next bit because hazel <laughs> come out to hazel and she's like oh it's my first day this is going really badly <laughs> <laughs> just where did that come from i don't know of course it's your first day this virus only just broken out it's like she used to work in a shop and now yeah. all of a sudden she's in a hazmat suit Sergey goes out and checks the corridor and these people are coming back. Yeah. Mark's like, right, we need to leg it now because the flat is... We're under exposed. siege. Yeah, we're yeah. exposed. The flat's under this siege. The sculpture plan did not work. Yeah. Let's get out of here. So he's like, I'll untie Hazel. You clear the crowd. But yeah. Sergey's like, you're not fucking untying Hazel. Yeah. Leave her here. And then Mark does untie Hazel and so Sergey knocks him out. Yeah. Knocks him unconscious. We kind of go unconscious with him because we leave it until he wakes up again. It's and we he's like foggy, isn't he? Yeah. And we hear in the background the mob. Yeah. And Hazel screaming. Yeah. But I've got a massive question in a second about time. Okay. <laughs> so everyone's gone. Mark's there on his own now in this flat. Yeah, he, he awakens flat's empty. Yeah. He looks out the window, there's some hazmats back outside. Yes. Um, With like a fuel truck. 
Yeah. They're getting ready to... I thought they were getting ready to burn the place. Uh, either that or gas the place. Yeah, yeah they're going to gas the place. So we cut to Sergei with Nico and Enid, and they're trying to leave. They're Where have the... they been for the last however long this guy's been knocked out? <laughs> I don't think it's that long. I don't I don't think that much time passed. But it's, this is really enough time me. for Hazel to die? she die now? Yeah, she's out in the corridor. She's out in the corridor, just dead, isn't she? But it's not like it is not shown as like they've been hiding. Is because we cut to them and they're just getting Enid and going <laughs> right. Come on, we let's it go literally before they if, come in. It feels like thirty seconds has passed. Yeah, but, but the mob's already been in because they've t- took Hazel. The mob's been killed, took Hazel, killed Hazel, and left. Even though Hazel was who they wanted to get answers from, yeah. they just seem to have murdered. Hazel's death is off screen. Yes, we don't we don't see how she died. She just dies. Because they're now going out into the corridor. And we, yeah, yeah there's, there. a, there's, a, there's a timing issue there. That's just weird. Definitely. Um, so yeah, Sergei, Enid and the kid Nico are trying to leave. And then Mark catches them up and he chokes him out, basically, doesn't he? he chokes out Sergei. Yeah. <laughs> this is where I've written, oh, Hazel's dead. Yeah. <laughs> then they realise they're being gassed. They're, there's some gas coming up through the air vents. So they... Because Nico's got a World War II gas mask. Oh yeah, Enid's giving it to him. Yeah. Enid, World War II was a long time ago now. I, I think I, filmmakers need to start to realise this. Sure. That all old people haven't lived through the war. The, it's the, more the, likely to be old people's parents. Yeah, right. exactly. I, can I have a little rant? Yes, so, please do. Uh, aside from this movie, yeah. just forget about this. We'll come back to it. Right. I saw something not that long ago on Facebook that made me really angry. Okay. Right. A, a quite intelligent person yeah. who I know yeah. put this thing up of like... Do I know them? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay, I don't know many intelligent people, to be honest. <laughs> Put this thing up of like, um, you know, your your grandparents fought in the war. You're if you are this if you're this old, then you remember rationing. And I went and did the maths. Okay, right, and the figures they quoted mean you would <laughs> you would have been like two when rationing ended, <laughs> and and like. You didn't fight in the fucking war unless you were like your grandparents were 103 or something. That it doesn't work anymore. These events are a lot longer ago than you think. Yeah, people, filmmakers especially, need to realise that. It's like when all the gammons for Brexit are like, "Well, we didn't fight the war for this." It's like <laughs> you didn't fucking fight the war, mate. <laughs> so Sheila Reed is 83 years old now. Right. So this film's six years old. So she would have been pretty much. She was born in 1937. Right. So. She just she may have had a gas mask from the war. I don't know. It just doesn't. It didn't sit right with me. I'm like, you didn't. You may have lived through the war. You did, but you were like five when it finished. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh man. Yeah, it, I think I think it's just a filmmaker thing. They're they're losing that character trait from old characters. Yeah. That th- th- with the next five years, you're not going to be able to write that into your characters anymore. And it's it's interesting aspects. It's always been there for old people characters, hasn't yeah. it? I suppose it's an interesting Blitz thing. Spirit and all yeah, that. It's, you lose, we're losing that from old characters in films now. It's coming to that point in time. Well, should we get back to the film? One less crutch to rely on for these people. <laughs> should we get back to the film? Sure. Because uh, Sergei stomps somebody to death at this point. Because the, the characters are... The mob is catching them up. I didn't buy this either. What, did he what? just stomp somebody? No, the, he, just, he was basically just like, I abandoned his brother because he'd rather fight people. Yeah, and, and that Mark leaves him. He doesn't really fight. try to help him out. He gets beaten up and killed by four people, and one of them is a mother. <laughs> they don't look. They're mother. a baying mob, but they're not a scary baying mob. They're normal people. Yeah. And Sergei's a 
double R bastard. But he gets mobbed by these people and murdered at this point. And I didn't buy that. I was like, he would have been able to fight them off for a little bit longer than he did. These people are not zombies. But he, he acted in that scene like he was being... They're not well, but they're not zombies. No, but he acted in that scene like... You know when people get mobbed by zombies yeah, and yeah, they're yeah. being eaten to death? Yeah. Like in um, like that kid did in... in um, what's that fucking film called? Anna in the Apocalypse. Yeah. It was like that, wasn't it? It was yeah. like he was being murdered by zombies, but he wasn't. They were just normal middle-aged women and men. Yeah. He'd have beaten them all up. It just did, His death didn't work for me either. Uh, but Mark does this emotional scene where he shuts him in the room on his own and leaves. Just no impact whatsoever. And then he <laughs> says to he says to Nico, oh, your, your brother is right behind us. Yeah. He'll meet us. Yeah, I've just left him to die, but yeah. I'm not telling you that. So Mark grabs Enid and the kid and he takes him up to the roof. Now, the roof's not a safe space. I know exactly what you're going to say. Because <laughs> there's a sniper on the roof. Uh, it's been established three times during this film. Yeah. And then Mark says to Enid, oh, it looks like the sniper's gone. That's how that's how they finished that story. Yeah, I was like, "How? How has he got past you for a start? How has he got down past this baying crowd and past your fucking massive piece of concrete that you've got in the way? And why has he left? <laughs> because it's a plot point, and they needed him to have gone. It was really, really weak. I thought it was, it was proper shonky. <laughs> and then Enid says to him, oh, "It wasn't like this in the war." <laughs> She was like, when she was three. we had more spirit. Yeah, when she was free, we had more spirit during the war, and people wouldn't have turned on each other. It was the, the blitz spirit, like you said, the blitz spirit. And she literally has these lines, and I'm like, you were four years old. <laughs> the sun goes down with them asleep on the roof. Nico goes to sleep. Enid falls asleep on Mark's shoulder. But do we see Enid? I think Enid has a heart attack. Well, she's, because she's just before dead she, in the morning. Just before she falls asleep, she grabs her arm. Oh, does she? I yeah, didn't she did, that. and. She kind of looked away into the camera, and I'm like, "Yeah, she's dying here." And then when they wake up in the morning, Enid's dead. Yeah. And Mark says to um, the kid, Nico, um, "This poor kid. We need to leave." And he's like, "Oh, what about Enid?" And she's like, "She'll catch us up." Yeah, no. So both <laughs> she's eighty-three. Catch. <laughs> She'll catch us up. So your guy's not caught him up yet. No, it's taken him all night to get up four <laughs> flights of stairs. And then he says to the kid, "This kid, I say this poor kid, but he's stupid." Yeah, he's a stupid. He's gonna go. Oh yeah, we'll just. We'll just leave this little old lady here to have a bit more of a rest. Yeah, she needs more sleep. Why were they so scared of telling this kid about death? I don't know. <laughs> he wasn't a young... He wasn't like five. Was probably what, nine eight, or ten. Eight to ten, yeah. <laughs> and then he says to him... Mark says to him, right, keep your eyes shut. We're going to go all the way back downstairs. Why did he give him a piggyback all the way he carried downstairs? carried him the whole way. <laughs> this kid's quite resourceful. Nearly killed we, this guy. <laughs> we yeah. <laughs> we established that this kid's quite resourceful. Because he manages to get into air vents, he can. He was building stuff at the beginning. Because they as well, don't see he? anyone all the way down. No, they don't. They just get out. There's, everybody's gone. Where have they gone? They, where like, did that yeah, baying crowd go? Sure. When that baying crowd killed Sergey, where did they go then? Because why did they not just go on the roof with and follow the yeah, three they other just people? Didn't go. They just killed Sergey and were like, "Oh, we've killed him now. Let's." And they're never in the film again. Where do they go? <laughs> don't know. Unless Sergei did kill them all and then killed himself. I don't know what the fuck's going on. So Mark says to him, keep your eyes shut. We're going to go outside. He manages to get him all the way back down the tower block, which is a tall tower block. Yep. What, 25 stories maybe? And they get out of the like garden area because they get to the, yeah. the fence of the so he, property, I guess. He potentially piggybacked a kid 25 stories downstairs. Yeah. I mean, he looks knackered at the <laughs> end. To be he fair. does. It's quite a good bit of acting. He does look knackered. But... Um, <laughs> I question why he's done it. They've just been asleep for 10 hours. So, it's just... so they get outside. There's there's a fence been put around that they hadn't spotted before that 
it's broken down and yeah, there's a like sign on the fence that says containment area containment everywhere uh, area everyone outside of this area will be considered a risk yeah so if you're not in there you, we're probably going to murder you mark puts a hazmat suit on which he finds yeah they go past the field hospital look in see the suits they walk past it and then he's like oh actually yeah that's a good idea yeah i'll, I'll have one of them so so he puts it on because he, he figures they're not going to kill a kid yeah but they might kill him then a dude comes out of nowhere it's one of the guys from the mob. Yeah, it is. Who's now alone. Yeah, with some like, and he's like bags under his eyes. And he's like, where are you taking that kid? Because he thinks, Yes. And he's like, where are you taking that kid? Because he thinks Mark's a handsome bad guy. They have a bit of a kerfuffle and they end up both getting stabbed. I don't understand how they both, <laughs> both got, got stabbed. stabbed this tiny tiny little... It was a tiny little makeshift knife. Yeah. The guy goes down first and then Mark goes down. as a, And they've both been I stabbed. I think he's somehow. just had enough being I in this movie. I think he did as well. I um, thought this is my way out. So he sits down and he says to the kid, you need to run. He sits on a swing. He does sit on a swing. (laughs) He says to him, you need to run. I'll be right behind you. (laughs) So this kid's now got three people. He's got three people people following him. That he's been told are just going to catch him up. (laughs) Uh, I've written here, Mark dies on a swing. So the kid walks off. He's now alone. And he sees some more hazmat suit people in front of him. Yeah. Uh, They just seem to be, I don't know what they were doing. They were just seemed to be just chatting, um, and then another two grab him from behind and inject him with something, and and then you can hear radio chatter, and he's like, "We found a kid." We're yeah. So in. so it said the radio chatter says the containment zone has been expanded. Yeah. So obviously, increase the perimeter. It says we found another one. We're, we're bringing we're him with bring the him others. In. And then the next time we see the kid, he's in the back of a truck with a load more kids. Yeah. Somebody says to him, "You're safe now," and then the film ends. Yeah, basically, he gets a photo of Mark and yeah. his family and the, the, the film ends. Film ends. What did you think, Nick? It's shit. It is shit. The end of it, the ending is a mess. It's yeah. all right. It's all right until about half an hour left. I was probably, I was, I felt like I gave it, I gave it a long leash. Yeah. Because I, 10 minutes, five minutes, two minutes in, <laughs> you're like, okay, tiny budget. British student film. Not yeah. student film, but. But low budget horror channel. I like TV a trier. Yeah, they could do all right here. Um, you know, keep it on this this setting could work at like a low budget. I don't think this movie knows what it is. I don't either. It's a mess, and that's the problem. It's it's a zombie movie without any zombies. Is what it is. It's exactly what it is. It's as a virus movie without anyone getting sick. Yeah, we don't know what the virus is, other than we're told that it makes you go blind. The, the guy at the end's got a few bags under his eyes. Yeah, the the thing with the. The sniper to try and create chaos, he then just disappears. Yeah, that that's so lazy. That that made me angry a little yeah. bit because I'm like, you've established you've all you've done all the way through this film is established there's a sniper on the roof, yeah. and then when they get to the roof, there's nobody there. There's no threat from the people in hazmat suits, and when we speak to the person in the hazmat suit, she says we're here to help you. When it turns out they were, if yeah. you go by the end of the film, because the kid is told he's safe and he's with a load of other kids in a safe zone by the looks of it. It's just a mess. And it, so there's just panics by bad planning and <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Which Oh yeah, it's a real mess. It's bad. The characters <laughs> even in like I said, with Aiden's character and also Sergei as well, the characters are all stupid. Yes. Because the plot and the drama and re- the tension this movie tries to create requires the characters to be stupid. Yeah. But Mark nearly kills them all with poisonous gases at one point. It is. Everybody in it is stupid and it just doesn't work. It's it's a good idea. Let's set a 
a virus movie in and it's probably more relevant now than it's ever been but it's like let's set a virus movie with four or five characters in a block of flats it's a good idea but it's just such a mess yeah it doesn't know what it is and it fails the ending is awful the last it just ended oh right (laughs) it's yeah it is it's terrible it's really bad from the last half it's only on for 70 minutes the last half of the film it just is nonsense it just Nothing follows on from each other. The fact that all these people are dying and this kid isn't even noticing it's happening is ridiculous. I don't like levying this criticism against many movies, but it's quite boring as yeah, well. Yeah, it is. It is. It's pretty dull, to be honest. There's not a lot going on. It's just people trying to escape from a flat. I feel like we're usually quite forgiving of British films, like Hungerford. We were talking about <laughs> yeah. Hungerford. A year ago, <laughs> Hungerford is pretty much a year ago today when we did the. Uh, it's a woeful episode. movie. It's a terrible movie, but we were quite forgiving of it because yeah. it's quite entertaining. No one in this movie's got hair as nice as Drew Castle. They certainly haven't. I can't believe that's been a year since we did <laughs> Hungerford. We need like a Hungerford anniversary show. <laughs> Just do it. Again. I'm gonna watch it when I get home. <laughs> Should we do it again? Should we do another episode on it? That was quite. Enter- that was entertainingly bad, whereas this is just bad. It's just bad. It's just not a good film. If we go in, if we talk in last season's stream table, it's not that bad as the bottom of that stream table. This is. it's not poisonous. No, it's not infectious. Offensive. It's not, bad. It probably goes lower middle half of the stream table on that stream table. But it'd be interesting to see where it ends it's up on just, this one. It's just shonky. This movie it is, isn't it? It's just it is. You can tell it's made for TV. You can tell it's made for the horror channel. We didn't even know they made films, but it's. From top to bottom, it's 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 poorly directed. It's badly written. Is it? Is there anyone who's actors? I'm trying to think if anyone's good in it. Let's let's do our new bit. We're doing a oh, new okay. bit. Oh, <laughs> okay. So we used to do. We've been doing turning the tide for a couple of seasons now. So we're going to try and mix it up a little bit. Sure. So we're going to do what is the best thing about this film? <laughs> Could be anything. Got to find a little pearl. A little pearl in the stream. <laughs> And the oyster of the film. So the film's an oyster and we need to find a little pearl in it. So what is the best thing about this film? You stopped me. Are you thinking it's an acting performance? No. <laughs> I don't know. I, I stopped you because I was like, you're going to get into it before we've even introduced it. That's the only reason I'm, I'm I trying to it. think. What Would I say anyone was good in this? I think the guy who plays Mark is okay, but I don't think I'd say he was good. No, agreed. Same with Sally. I quite liked a couple of Hazel's lines. It might be that. It might be a... There was a couple of lines of dialogue where I was like, ah, I quite like that, actually. Is it just that Sheila Reed's in it? Is she the best thing about it? What? Because she's just... Because <laughs> she's like a TV legend. And she's good. She's just... She plays the same character in everything she does she's in because she cannot play anybody else. So Don't know. Bitter, old no, now. there's no good deaths in it. No. There's no... There's not any sort of bit of direction that you think that's quite good. It's tough. It's a, considering we're only just starting this feature, we've got to do something. But it's tough. I think it's Sheila Reed's performance when she's when she's playing. It's Sheila Reed playing Jenga with herself. It is. That's it's, 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 that's, it's beating herself at Jenga. Jenga. <laughs> yeah, that is it. That is the best bit. That's the only is. other thing. That's I, the best thing about this film. I, <laughs> the only other thing that I would have I would have possibly picked out is is that one moment of clarity where Hazel has that line where she says. You know, if you if you ship me to these people, I'm no, telling them no, you've no, got the virus. You yeah. Because that that's the only bit where someone's thinking clearly. I think. Yeah. No, it's absolutely when she beats herself at Jenga, <laughs> and is. they're just really happy about it. That's that is the best bit of this film. If we're not going to do Turn of the Tide, but if you could change one thing about it, what would you change? 
I just would like to see some more ambition. Yeah. Like, give me... Make it make sense. Give me a good... Well, if you're not doing that, give us a death. Why is Hazel dying off screen? Yeah. Why is... Give me a bit of... Give me a bit of gore. Throw some gory death paint on the wall. I'm not even saying... Yeah. You know, go down the butchers and... We don't even see Sergei's death. No. It's, it's, there's too go many down off- the butchers and throw some pig guts in the air. Do something. Come gonna, on. If you're going to make a zombie movie, make a zombie movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically it, isn't it? So we can't talk stream table because it's simultaneously top and bottom of the stream table. It's the only film in there. I've got a little something. Okay. I would like to read out um, a part of this movie's Wikipedia entry. Okay. That's I, something we've not done before. In the... The plot to branch. I won't read the whole thing. I haven't gone onto the Wikipedia, so I've not seen it. Okay. This. I won't read the whole thing okay. because I'm not just going to recite the plot <laughs> of this movie. I'll read <laughs> what the, we've just done uh, for the last Exactly. But I will read the last bit. Blah, 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 blah. Right. Mark's neighbour, Sergei, breaks down the wall between their flats in order to discover why they have been sealed in and yep. to try to find a way to escape. That's fair. That's what happens. Along the way, they team up with their fellow residents, Enid, Sally, and Aiden. Yep, that also happens. When young Niku is taken, Mark and Sergei rescue him and take a hazmat nurse hostage. Yep, that also happens. After this, five more people die and nothing else happens. <laughs> is that what it actually says? It is. On their Wikipedia? Yeah. That's amazing. That's like somebody's watched it and then just not bothered watching the rest of it. I think that's a pretty fair summary. <laughs> that's exactly what the film is. That's brilliant. That is brilliant. That somebody's watched it up until that point and then gone. Yeah, some people probably die. I don't even know. If five more people do die. Wait, no. I think <laughs> they've have watched it all because <laughs> just, it, it it doesn't say it's not. Give, they've gone to the effort of not giving away who dies. <laughs> True, because they've listed the characters. They've just put five more people die and nothing happens. That is absolutely brilliant. Very well put. It's very accurate. It is very accurate. Right. So we're not doing a stream table. Done it, covered, top, bottom, One done. We've done all the other bits. What else do we need to do? Next week's film. Yes. That's what we need to do. Now, this season started a little bit later than these seasons normally do. Yes. So this week, in theory, should have been our Halloween special because Halloween is on this Sunday. Yeah, but that's right at the end of the week. Exactly. That's like Halloween is six days after this episode comes out. Yeah. And the next episode comes out one day after Halloween. Well, that's just the calendar for you. So that's the Halloween special. Yeah. Halloween special will come out. Well, technically it's not. It's the following Thursday, <laughs> isn't it? But next week's episode is the Halloween special, even though we're a little bit late for it. Now, what do we do with Halloween normally, Nick? We do, because we do horror movies all the time. There's we a do. lot of horror movies on Netflix. The randomizer pulls out a lot of horror movies. We do. We do an anti-Halloween movie. Yep. For Although, our Halloween special. We realised earlier that we didn't do one last year, and we don't know why. Detail. <laughs> last year's just a blur, isn't it? But we said so the first season we did Emo the Musical. We, we did, did a musical for Halloween. Our first musical for Halloween. We're going to do another. Yeah, sure. <laughs> We're going to do an animated musical. Now, animated is something we've never done on the show. Apart from anime, we've never done a Western animation, I guess. Sure. Is that what they're called? What, what get, called go with it. So we're not using the randomizer this week because we never do for the Halloween episode. So we're going to do a special anti-Halloween, anti-ween. It's a Halloween special. We're just not doing a Halloween not film. Just no Halloween that's how film. we work. That's how we roll. We're doing something here. that's as far from Halloween film as we can find. Sure. And we feel like we found an animated musical, TV movie that actually only came out this year. It came out in March. Nice. It's called Arlo the Alligator Boy. I'm I'm really excited. Me too as well. 
Uh, it came out this year. It's on for an hour and a half. It's a PG, currently rated at 6.6 out of 10 on IMDb. Nice. Would you like to know the synopsis? I would love to. A young humanoid alligator travels to the big city in hopes of reuniting with his estranged father, meeting a colourful cast of characters along the way. I'm so in. It's, a, it's described as an animated musical. A musical adventure is what it's described as. Brilliant. I'm excited. Um, I briefly looked through the cast. There are some names in there that you'll recognise. Annie Potts is in it. Oh, nice. Um, Jennifer Coolidge is in it. Okay. Flea is in it. Oh. <laughs> Most randomly. Um, Jonathan Van Ness. Absolute legend. So yeah, so we're doing that next week. It's the it's our anti-Halloween special. It's called Our Low the Alligator Boy. So go out and watch that. In the meantime, check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Letterboxd at B-O-T-S underscore podcast. If you want to drop us an email, our email address is bottomofthestream at gmail.com and our website is bottomofthestream.com. On the website, you will find every episode we've ever recorded. You will find all five season stream tables. You'll find every Botsker Award winner. You'll find all sorts of cool stuff on there. And you can even get some merch if you want to buy a Bottom of the Stream toolbox. Toolbox. <laughs> I don't Maybe. There might be something like that on there. What were you going to say? I don't know. <laughs> Apron, I think. But I think I've done that before. Um, check us out on Patreon. Patreon.com slash dot com. Patreon.com slash Bottom of the Stream for that on there. For a couple of quid every month, you'll get early access to episodes. You'll get bonus episodes, including the bonus episode that we recorded earlier today. Exciting times for everybody. I don't know when that's going to come out yet. I'd already forgotten we'd done that. <laughs> wow. Would you let... Maybe that could... Oh, no, I don't know. What? I was going to say maybe that could come out on Halloween, but that's like ages away. No, I want to do it before that. I'm, I think I'm going to do it in the week off. Patrons, um, just watch out for it. Pat- Patreon is probably already there. It will be already there by the time this episode comes out. So this is a mute point. <laughs> Um, yeah, we do bonus episodes. We do early access to episodes. You get the boat. You get the movie episode a couple of days earlier. Nick writes a newsletter every month, yep. not a wild card. <laughs> and if you come in at the top level, you'll get a wild card, so you can get involved in the bottom of the stream wild card game, which is where you can pick a film. And if it gets to the top of the stream or the closest wild card to the top of the stream, you will win a prize. Um, so yeah, get involved in that. That's on Patreon.com. And then finally, come and check us out on Discord. The Discord link will be in the bottom of the show notes. In there, we will chat about whatever the hell you want to chat about there's always some shit going down nothing is out of bounds in there doesn't appear to be (laughs) there is one more thing if you've got a few minutes please consider leaving us a review anywhere you can review podcasts that could be apple Podcasts, spotify Podchaser, podbean any of those places you could sculpt your review out of some concrete a bit of metal and a few (laughs) spiky things be a good review plus it keeps zombies out there's no zombies sick people <laughs> so yeah do any of that do all of that and go and then go and watch arlo the alligator boy and we'll come back next week to talk to you about it cheers bye <laughs>